And now, a word from our sponsors. Need a catch-up session on what you missed last week? Now you're listening to ArchD Radio, the podcast mix. ArchD Life FM, James here with you. Hope you're having a fantastic evening. I am here today with, and uh, apologies if I get this wrong, <laughs> but like serious points to me if I get it right, okay? Here with the wonderful Sharina Rabisic. Close. Oh, Rebusic. Oh, yeah. I am so sorry. I, so, okay. I thought as it was coming out, so I was close. so confident. Yeah. A little too confident. Mm. Story of my life. All right. <laughs> Serena, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm very well. And I'm very excited that you're here today because to be honest with you, I'd never actually, I guess, either met you or seen you in action mm. until the Diocesan Assembly recently. And um, I went to a panel on church leadership that mm-hmm. you were kind of like emceeing and overseeing. Yeah. And I thought, who is this person? She's <laughs> like so switched on. There was even a little bit of kind of like uh, a few ideas in the crowd were like thrown around that yeah. were causing friction. <laughs> and you just handled it just so effortlessly. And I'm Thank like, who you. is this person? We have to get her in regardless of her background. And it just so happened your background was in youth ministry. So <laughs> kaboom. All there. So, thank you for being on. Very first time on HD. Yes. Thank you for having me. Lovely. We are going to be talking a lot today, really trying to map your journey, um, I guess, in in your own faith life, in your own youth ministry journey, uh, uh, I guess, where you've come from, where you're going. And also, Mm -hmm. of course, go to the bit where we we chat about a little uh, gospel corner that we have on every show now, which is just so great. Looking at the weekly gospel and saying, what question does that actually provoke? How does it actually relate to us? In our present day, because I think mm-hmm. that's something that um, the reason I always really want to do this was because um, I think quite often, you know, a lot of people do look at the gospel and think of it as more of a historical document than that as a living, breathing document yeah. of today. And uh, so I think that it's really important that we kind of look at this through the lens of today and go, hey, so what's this actually telling us? Like, wh- where is it that we can uh, reach this and touch this in our life and and um, and get its wisdom and get its grace? So mm-hmm. that'll be lovely. And now. James here with you. Arch D is the show. Life FM is the station. Here with Sharina Rabusic. Thank How I go you. that time? That was perfect. Fantastic. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. I'm thinking of learning other languages now. <laughs> <laughs> Based on nothing. So, um, uh, I just wanted to kind of get started um, for you. I know that uh, most people that we have on this show do grow up in their mm-hmm. families. Faith is an important part of their families as they go into it. Um, but I think there's also moments when it actually starts to make sense for you, like your yeah. actual faith journey starts to begin, really, mm-hmm. really begin for you authentically and personally. For you, when was that moment? Was there a moment when that happened? Um, yes, I think so. So when I was when I finished uh, high school, um, a couple of friends invited me to a youth group, which is called Antioch, um, at Henley, down at Henley Beach. And I went on a weekend where you kind of come along and see what it's like and kind of experience it in, a, in that kind of school setting. Um, and that was probably one of the first times that I had been kind of surrounded by young people who were kind of similar to me in terms of my faith journey. And that was kind of where it kind of kick-started. And so, where were you at that point? Like, like, can you sort of wind back a little bit and kind of give us a sense of where mm-hmm. you kind of were at that point? So, you'd left high school. Whereabouts did you go yeah. to high school? I went to Nazareth. Okay, right. So, Henley being, I guess, the local the local parish to that. Yeah. And at that time, I'm thinking if we're going back 
what are we, six, seven years ago? Would that be about right? I'm just um, guessing your age. That's a great question. Um, I'm 26, so nine. About nine years ago. Okay, yeah. Wow. So um, uh, at that particular point, actually, that Antioch group was really thriving and, yeah. and really going off. So what was mm-hmm. your, like, where were you coming up to that moment? And why did you even go to this youth group? That's a great question. Um, I think, so I grew up in the church. I, I, I went to Mass every Sunday. I would say I'm what you call a cradle Catholic. Yeah. Um, but at the end of high school, I think I was just kind of, I was um, planning to go to Flinders Uni and I knew no one going to Flinders. Right. And I think I just kind of wanted a bit of an opportunity to stay close with the friends that I had. So a couple of friends invited me who were in my school group to the to the Antioch weekend and I was like, oh, this is kind of my opportunity to keep that going and have this routine a little bit. Um, so I decided to go along because I don't So think- it was really about friendships. It yeah, was just about keeping friendships sure. going. Because mm-hmm. if, if all you were expecting there is to just have an opportunity to yeah. do something to keep friend group going, clearly something more happened yeah. at that time. Yeah. Um, we have a – I feel like Antioch is a lot about music and um, gathering together and it is very social. Um, but where I had, a, I guess, a bit of a turning point – Um, on that weekend was we have a night where we have the opportunity to go to reconciliation. Mm -hmm. And I hadn't been to reconciliation probably since my first reconciliation at that point. And um, I went to a priest, the lovely um, Father John, who unfortunately has passed since then. Um, But I was bawling my eyes out before I went in and I feel like I just had a bit of a moment. I guess in that time... During the weekend, I we had just heard a talk, and I, to be honest, I don't remember who it was. Mm. And then we have an opportunity to kind of um, reflect before you can go to confession. Now it's not compulsory to go go to confession. Um, but just I for any non Catholics who are listening, um, yes. confession and reconciliation are the same thing. Yes. <laughs> so I keep going. Yes, right. I might reconciliation is the new way. Is the is the yeah. new way of saying confession? Yeah. And I was just sitting and. I think I was writing some stuff down on a piece of paper and I was just kind of reflecting. And I feel like because I was in this transition stage of finishing school and about to approach uni, and I think I was just really overwhelmed um, and it just kind of hit me um, that I was reaching this new stage of life. And I guess I didn't really feel prepared maybe. Um, And, yeah, and so I was just – crying and I think it was also the environment that I was in you know it was really dark everyone was kind of in their own reflective space and I feel like I had just kind of got sucked into that um, environment and then I just felt it and it kind of hit me was there any any words that the priest said to you during that um during that time that have stuck with you um that's a good question. Or was it more of just the way that he was? I think it was more of just the way that he was. Right. And I think it was it was the um, – because I obviously he could see that I was visibly upset. Yeah. And um, he came up to me and he w- and I was like, oh, my gosh. And I would never kind of experienced um, this kind of, I guess, friendliness with a priest. I always thought of them, you know, they're at the front. They're this guy that delivers – the gospel and preaches to us, but I never thought of it as a guess one-on-one relationship and that kind of friendship. Um, and I guess I just I just had a chat to chat with him, and um, it really kind of I don't know opened my perspective a little bit, and it was a bit of the turning point for me on that on that weekend that I was like, 
whoa, this is this is the real deal, I guess. Yeah, right. Yeah. Wonderful. Hey, this is Emma. Hi, I'm Zach. Hey, everybody. This is Matt Marr. That's Tom. That's Riley. And now... This is Archie. Archie Radio 1079. Live. <laughs> <laughs> That's Rabusik, the youth minister from St. Michael's College, is our very special guest here today on Archie, talking all things youth ministry, faith journey, and the like. Now, in terms of youth ministry per Mm -hmm. se like not just your own faith but the faith of others and ministering to others like for you was there a moment where um uh that became something that you went no my own personal journey and the journey of my own community really isn't enough i need to be taking more of an active leadership role in ministering to other people how did that begin for you um so when i was in antioch i um, became a leader in Antioch. And then later on we started um, something we do in our parish is Alpha. It's very mm. vibrant in our parish. And we started an Alpha Youth Program, which I, um, myself and my sister, really took ownership of and um, met and involved young people in. And that was kind of my taste of really watching young people, um, I guess, be influenced by faith and really experience it for themselves um, where it wasn't my, where it was my doing, I guess, where I had invited these people, I had um, encouraged these people to get involved and I had really seen a change in them. Um, And that's where it kind of started a little bit for me. And then going to um, St. Michael's, that was kind of really, it kind of just happened. I um, What happened? Like, How did it, how did it come to pass? (laughs) I actually, it came up on my Facebook once. Right. Um, it was like then, an ad or something. Yeah. yeah. And because it's because St. Michael's is linked to Henley Beach, which is the parish that I go to, um, it was up in the parish hall and things like that. And um, it was actually never something that I thought I would do. My sister is a teacher and I never saw myself as someone working in a school. And it was just a bunch of people that was like, you should apply for this. You should, this would be something cool for you. And um, I, the year before last year, so what year was that, 2021, I graduated from uni in 2019. So I studied forensic science, which is obviously completely different (laughs) to youth ministry. Um, And we were obviously in this stage of COVID and- um, Yeah, so that's a crazy time. Like, I think we're starting, it's weird. I think we're starting to lose sense of what that time was like now. But it was really, we were all on tenderhooks, you know, you know, what was going on? yeah. And I guess I didn't, I didn't have a plan. And so I was working at the time as a um, receptionist at a um, physio. And I was just, I loved my job. Like I had the best time, even though it wasn't in my um, realm or anything like that. I just, I loved the people that I worked with. I was really comfortable. Um, but there was no, obviously, room for development there. Yeah. And so a bunch of people were just like, you should apply for this job. You should apply for this job. And I was like, I don't really want to. But. It was just that many people had told me that I should, that I was like, fine, I'll just do it to get these people off my back and I probably won't get it. And then- uh, Why did you not want to go for it? Um, I think I just really didn't want to give in to, to um, people, other people being right about what I should do with my, my journey, I guess. And I was just kind of like, oh, like this is just another thing. Um, and I guess I was scared. Like I was so comfortable in the job that I was in. Yeah. I was having a good time. 
And I was, I was just scared to do something different. Why do you think they saw that for you? Like, if so many people said it, surely. Yeah. Like, what do you think they were thinking when they were saying, oh, you've got to go for it, you've got to go for it? I think, you know, I, I like to really, um, in that environment, in um, youth ministry and in parish and things like that, I like to be really fun and vibrant and I guess – People in the parish were like, this would be great for young people in a school. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I had been stuck in the, in the parish setting, which I loved because um, kids were kind of already, already the kids that were there were the ones that had a, a bit of an idea. And I guess in a school, it's a little bit different. You, you're a bit more in the deeper end and you don't really know what you're going to see every day, whether in a parish um, – the parents are there kind of, I guess sometimes they're forcing their kids, but they have a little <laughs> bit more, there's a little bit more control. Um, but in a school, you don't know what you're going to get. And I think I was, I was a bit like, oh my gosh, that's yeah. scary. It's really interesting to me that what you're talking about is that this isn't really about a calling as much for you as it's no. almost like you found yourself kind of um, in a particular place, in a particular position, not knowing really whether or not it was the right thing for you. And yeah. then all of a sudden realising, oh, no, this is actually yeah. something that really suits me. Yeah. It's really important. That's for so sure. interesting. Yeah. Because I think we, we often think about these things so vocationally, you know. Yeah. We think, oh, no, I've been called to this, I've been called to that, where it's like, no, sometimes, you know, um, God and the universe conspires mm-hmm. in order to kind of put us in the places that we are kind of meant to be sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and now... James here with you, my very special guest, Sharina Rabusik, the youth minister from St. Michael's College. If you've only just joined us and you're listening to us on the radio, please jump on and check out um, uh, HD Radio on podcast. Um, We've had this amazing conversation so far um, and you can jump on and have a listen to the whole conversation as it's happened so far. Um, Just wherever you get your podcast, just look for HD Radio. Um, so you've now been doing, so you've, you've been through the parish, you've been doing Antioch, you, you did the mm-hmm. Alpha program through the parish yep. and now working as a uh, youth minister at St. Michael's College, an enormous school. Let's just say <laughs> that right from the get go. It's really big. Like of all of those different experiences altogether, mm-hmm. has there been like one particular moment where you'd go, that kind of is the, is the benchmark, the highlight so far. And I guess these can be big things or small things. They don't need mm-hmm. to be ground, groundbreaking. Yeah. At St. Michael's or just in anywhere, in like in any of that stuff, really. Um, I do think about this a lot, I guess. Um, but for me, when I was, this was 2018, maybe 2019, um, I feel like I was quite developed in terms of my faith journey, or so I thought. Um, I went to Ignite in Brisbane and I had just a life. I don't want to say life-changing, that's quite extreme, but um, an experience that was like really kind of, I guess, hit me in the face. Um, and I'd never really experienced this kind of, you know, you're in the right place at the right time kind of yeah. in the moment thing. It's something that I like over time I'm like, oh, yeah, that was that was meant to happen. But there I really felt this in the moment thing that I was in the right place at the right time. I was meant to be where I was meant to be. And I think at that stage as well, I was still at uni and I was kind of figuring myself out. Um, That kind of reassurance really 
changed me and really um, encouraged me kind of moving forward. Yeah. it's a. I think um, for people who are not familiar with it, I think it's a three-day yeah. like conference slash festival kind of uh, environment, like retreat thing. There's like, yeah. It's a whole bunch of things mixed together, a whole different kind of experience. Yeah. A much more sort of like um, – uh, uh, a sort of like an active evangelization style. Yeah. It's a little bit different run by, uh, I think it's a manual worship in Brisbane do it. Yes. Um, so was there like a, like a moment during that time? Because they, they take you on a journey, yeah. don't they? That's the whole thing. Yeah. So what's the what was the, the sort of the moment where you, if you think back to it, you go, that's the moment that was the real linchpin. Yeah. I um, It was on the first day. Basically when I got there, they announced like the – they don't really announce it. They announced it previously, but they talk about the theme of the of the weekend or whatever um, it is. And um, the day before, I was really unsure about going. Um, I was just like, I'm in the middle of uni. Like, this is too stressful for me. I can't do this. And um, I was talking to a, a friend of mine and they were talking about, they were like, you know, I feel like this is really an opportunity for you to be filled you know, um, you're, you might be a little bit empty, you're a bit worn out and this is your opportunity to be filled and you can come back and then um, share that with other people. And then I went to Ignite and they were talking about the theme and they were like, and I didn't know this, this is probably my own blindness, but um, the guy came up and he was like, you know, this week's theme is empty and it's really an opportunity to empty yourselves out and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And I was like, Oh my goodness. (laughs) This is what someone told me yesterday. Maybe they knew the theme. I don't know. But um, I was like hit in the face and I was just like, oh my gosh. Where like my prayer had kind of um, turned into real life and I was just like, oh my goodness. Yeah. So that was the moment for me. Yeah, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, this is Emma. Hi, I'm Zach. Hey, everybody. This is Matt Marr. That's Tom. That's Riley. And now. This is Arch D. Arch D Radio 1079. Live. James here with you this evening. Sharina Rabusik is our very special guest here on the show, talking all things youth ministry. People who are, you'll be no stranger to people who are students at St. Michael's <laughs> College, where you are the youth minister there. But uh, your youth minister experience stretches all the way back uh, through uh, Alfred, your parish at Henley mm-hmm. Beach, and Antioch as well. Um, this week's gospel reading is John 14, um, verses 1 to 12. Um, and it's all about. Uh, Jesus proclaiming himself as the the way, the truth, and the light. Mm-hmm. And so many schools, for instance, have now um, opened other buildings. I think one very prominent one is called the Veritas Center. There's a Veritas Center also existing, I think, at St. Mary's College as mm-hmm. well. The side of Veritas being truth, meaning truth. We use the word truth a lot um, in Catholic settings and Catholic communities. And truth, I think is something that is so fundamentally important but can be difficult. It can be um, take a lot of discernment. And sometimes it can just be, let's just face it, really inconvenient. (laughs) You know, it comes along at times when sometimes it's just not the right time for it. But we know that truth is fundamentally critical to this idea of living a fulfilled and Mm -hmm. honest and authentic life moving forward. Have you ever encountered a time or or witnessed a time when the truth has been a difficult thing to have to see or acknowledge, but by following through, it has actually ended up being the right thing to do? Um, yes. <laughs> I'm trying to think about, 
you know, when I first started working at St. Michael's, when I first got that job, um, I was saying before that I was working at this physio and I was really comfortable in the spot. And um, this is how like sure I was that I wasn't going to get this job was that I hadn't quit my job. I hadn't told them that I was going for an interview. I hadn't told them anything. And um, so I went to this interview and then a couple of hours later I got the call and they were like, we'd like to offer you the job. We know you're working somewhere else right now. Um, so we can kind of work that out with you. And all of a sudden I had to quit my job <laughs> that I was loving, that I was comfortable in. And um, I was terrified. I've never had to quit a job before and I had no idea how to do it. Um, but I had kind of to face this decision of whether I leave something that I love, but have no really opportunity of development for something that's a little bit scary um, that I didn't really, I had no expectation for. And um, yeah, so I had, I was faced with this decision and um, I texted my boss and I was like, I need to meet with you. And she replied to me and she was like, you're not leaving us, are you? And I was like, <laughs> oh, and I had no idea what to say. So I just ignored her. And then um, I went and saw her and I, you know, explained it to her, the situation and things like that. Um, but I would say that kind of decision that I had to face of whether I leave something, whether I stay with what I think is comfortable and I have fun in or I go to something else, which is different, but really an opportunity for me to grow and learn new things. So, yeah. So you did kind of know in yourself that was the direction you did yeah. need to go, but it just wasn't an easy decision no. to make. No, yeah. And how's it been, that decision? Um, it's been good. I guess I made the right decision. Um, I've had a lot of fun. I love working with young people and I my favourite thing is um, watching them develop and them figure, new, figure out new things and come to me with their ideas. You know, we do a lot of social justice and things like that and um, when they come to me with things that they want to do, I love that. I love when they take ownership of of their faith journey um, and where they're at. It's the best. Awesome. <laughs> and now... James here with you. Sharina Rabusik is a very special guest. You, very special guest youth minister at St. Michael's. Say that fast three times. Um <laughs> Sharina, thank you so much for coming on the show today. It's been absolutely wonderful. And just getting to know you as well mm -hmm. has been really, really great a little bit. Just a little bit yeah. today, but the first Thanks time of many, me. I hope, for sure. Yeah. And it's best of luck fun. with everything uh, at St. Michael's. Thank you. know, you. I'm hearing nothing but glowing reports about your work down there. So <laughs> thank you. I can see why. We are here every week with a brand new podcast version of the ArchD Show. Check out all of our other podcasts, including the latest School Life content on our website, archdradio.com and find us on social media at RHD Radio for heaps of behind the scenes stuff or you can catch the show when it airs on Life FM every Wednesday night from 9 every Saturday night from 10 we will see you again very soon bye